0: Microsoft is reportedly in talks to invest $10 billion in OpenAI. That's the creator of
1: ChatGPT, the app that has gone viral since its release last month. This would give OpenAI a $29 billion valuation.
0: All right, Semaphore so there we have a the story, news. Right now we've- we have news that Microsoft is investing $10 billion into OpenAI which is the company that created the popular chatbot, which we're gonna talk about today. This may bring a lot of money into crypto, and I'm gonna show you why the crypto AI sector may explode on the news that specifically, Microsoft is investing into crypto AI. And then we've got a whole lot of other news for you today. We're gonna look at Bitcoin ahead of the CPI numbers, Coinbase, and why they are laying off 20% of their staff. Then I've got a whole lot of altcoins for you, which I think are gonna do pretty well, regardless of what the market does. So. We're back again, day two. Back at work in twenty twenty three. It's gonna be huge. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up. Get up. I get the guy- Try to wake up, bitch, get up.
2: Get up, get up.
0: Listen, it looks like if you're not investing in AI crypto, if you're not investing in crypto and AI, then where the hell have you been? Or at least that's what it feels like. But I don't know. Is it a good time to be getting into AI specifically in crypto? And is AI good for crypto? Is it going to bring money into crypto? That's what we're going to be talking about today. And let me give you a hint. I think that there's a lot of money coming into crypto because of this chatbot, uh, uh, this chat. But with ChatGPT by OpenAI, um, Microsoft deal, which is uh, one of the biggest deals that Microsoft has ever done. So we're going to be speaking a lot about that today. Let's quickly just look at the markets because not much going on on these markets. Uh, we have Bitcoin at 17,258. The markets just seem to be waiting for tomorrow. Well, not, not tomorrow, for Thursday, um, where we're going to be speaking about CPI and right now, if you think about, if you look at CPI, as I said to you guys yesterday, it looks like the market is waiting for a, the market is looking for a CPI of 6.5%. If we get below 6.5%, you are going to expect a huge run. If we get above 6.5%, maybe the markets are going to start coming down. Um, uh, and, and, and that's what we're going we're going to spend some time talking about what we can expect. Uh, the other chart that I'm looking at, I'm looking at the dollar index. So the dollar index, hold on, I see that you guys can't see me, which is crazy. Hold on, let's let's try that. So the dollar index, uh, also 103, uh, looking again for direction based on the the CPI data. If we get low CPI data, uh, in fact, regardless of whether or not we get low CPI data, it does look like we're going to get a 25 basis point rate hike in the September 1st FOMC meeting, which is the first FOMC meeting that happens this year. It looks like after what Powell said last time, not only are we not going to get a 50 basis point rate hike, but we're actually going to get a, uh, or a 75 basis point rate hike, but we're actually going to get a 25 basis point rate hike, which seems to be pretty good news. But I think we'll talk more about this news when we talk about inflation. That'll be around Thursday uh, when the CPI numbers come out. I did see one piece of, of good news, which I'm going to share with you in a, in a couple of minutes before that. I just want to show you some more charts that I'm looking at. So I'm looking at the Dixie, which I showed you guys. I am looking at the NASDAQ. Nothing happened on the NASDAQ, waiting for everything to come out. Uh, GMX. Yesterday when GMX was at about 41.50, I think I told you guys to take that GMX trade. I said to you, it's not a hot narrative, but the minute that we start getting huge fees again, then people are going to start aping into GMX again. Now GMX back at $44. So if you took that trade, congratulations. Look at this. GMX yesterday did $2.7 million worth of fees, which made it the second biggest fee generating crypto protocol in the entire world. So, I mean, that's 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 just showing you what happens when all of a sudden there is some volatility. Remember yesterday, we got a spike in volatility, we got a spike in prices, and now you've got GMX generating, guys, $3 million in one day. So for me, uh, people are saying Powell is speaking. Yeah, we know Paul is speaking. Uh, we'll cross over there if there's anything happening, but I don't think anything's going to happen over there. So, again, if you took that GMX trade, well done to you. Well done to you. Uh, let's look over here. Let's look over here. You got, let's look at the bubbles. There are a couple of things we need to talk about. We've got Aptos. Aptos up 34% today. I want to quickly look at the Aptos chart. So, the you reason know, I want to look at the Aptos chart is I looked at Aptos yesterday in the morning, and Aptos was at $4. So this is the daily chart on Aptos. Let's quickly go to the beginning of the day yesterday. Aptos was at $4. Aptos now at $5.64. Something's happening at Aptos. The charts are telling you that there's going to be, um, the charts are telling you that there's going to be some news from Aptos and it's potentially good news. I haven't seen anything uh, coming out of Aptos yet. so. Um, so, I mean, let's just wait and see what the news is on Aptos. The other one, Which, I mean, when I saw this, like, it killed me. It kills me. FTT is up 35%. Okay. I was looking all day for a place where I could short FTT. Because let's just play out this scenario. Let's just understand what FTT is. FTT is the FTX exchange token, which Sam Bankman, Fried and co used to buy the FTT token and burn it with a certain percentage of revenues of the exchange, right? The exchange is insolvent. The exchange is not creating revenue anymore, right? So the the exchange is not creating any revenue anymore. Why in God's name would this token have any kind of value? And why would the value jump? When we know, we know that the liquidators have told us they don't even have enough money to pay back the money to the depositors inside FTX. So if you can find somewhere to short this FTT token, do yourself a favor and go and short the FTT token. If you, can't, uh, if you can't find somewhere to short the FTT token, well, then that's why you join Crypto Banter, right? Because go to GAINS, okay? They are one of our sponsors. Go to G-Trade and go and short the FTT tokens. Go and short FTT if you can short FTT. This thing has to go to zero. Just watch your funding rates. This thing has to go to zero. It, the FTT token has zero value. And there cannot be a short squeeze. It's not like Celsius where there was a short squeeze because people could calculate that FT, that FTX had created a whole lot of of, of, of leverage around uh, the Celsius token. In this case, there are a whole lot of tokens in circulation, there's not going to be a short squeeze. Do yourself a favor, if you can, if you've got the guts, if you understand how to short, if you don't understand how to short, I'll show you how to do it tomorrow. But every time that there's a pump on FTT, you short the living shit out of it because that token is absolutely worthless. Don't get caught up in, in that hype. Um, I've got some bad news for Dogecoin holders, or not bad news, but just not great news. And the reason why I say that is, you know, we were expecting Twitter to start rewarding people with Doge. So remember we said that we think that Dogecoin is gonna be integrated into Twitter as a coin that you can tweet, uh, that you can reward people on Twitter with, right? That's what we thought. Um, Well, we saw this article today, which says that Twitter is working on coins, purchasing screen now coins, what it seems like is it's going to allow you to buy certain coins using Stripe and then use those coins to tip. And that means that in the short term, it's probably not going to be Dogecoin uh, that, that, that's integrated. And then lastly, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show today, uh, if you listened to us yesterday, remember I said to you yesterday, the BTC trade right now is the best trade on the market because you're buying Bitcoin Yesterday, it was at a 45% discount to net asset value. Um, for those of you who did listen to us yesterday, well, you made a whole lot of money because you see the discount is starting to close, which is exactly, exactly, exactly what I said to you guys. I said, this discount is going to start closing. And if you look at GBTC, look at GBTC today uh, in the pre-market 976, Um, you can see that there's a big spike in GBTC. And we're going to talk about the reason why that spike may be happening in a second with someone who's, who may even be responsible for that spike. So, listen, long intro, but welcome, guys. What I need you guys to do, as usual, is smash the like button if you're not a subscriber, uh, if subscribe to our channel if you're not a subscriber to the channel and smash the like button if you want me to, if you want me to wear more bodybuilder shirts. See, you guys are commenting about my, people are commenting about my bodybuilder shirt in the in, in the comments today. So listen, smash the like button if you like my bodybuilder shi- uh, suit, shirt, shirt. I've got a big show for you guys. We're gonna talk about uh, AI. We're gonna talk about all the different AI coins. We're gonna talk about the GBTC premium. We're gonna talk about a, a swipe that Cameron winkler just took uh, against DCG um, run the rock, bro. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love you guys. All right, let's quickly, let's get into some more stuff uh, in the show. So remember I said to you guys, it's his washer. show. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, let's 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 forget about the shirt. Let's forget about the shirt. Let's, 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 let's move on, let's let's move on. We're gonna talk about AI. We're gonna talk about all the AI coins. I've got some real alpha for you on AI. Uh, we're gonna have some fun. Before we do that, I wanna talk about the GBTC trade because I did say to you guys yesterday, There's a short window of opportunity on this GBTC trade where you're going to be able to buy it at a discount. I said, this thing's coming to a head. And it looks like I was right because all of a sudden GBTC caught a huge bid. Look at that. And that's GBTC, because it only holds Bitcoin, should track the price of Bitcoin. But now what you can see is that the discount is starting to close. The discount, which was at about 47 or 48%, is now 38.5%. And that means that there could be a lot of pressure on. Grayscale to resolve this whole thing and maybe, maybe, maybe to liquidate the GBTC trust and maybe to pay all the holders of the GBTC trust to pay them out in Bitcoin, which would create a whole lot of value in the market. And there is an organization or a, um, a bunch of people uh, headed up by a guy called uh, David Bailey. And what they're doing is they, they started a website called redeembtc. Uh, redeemgbtc.com. You can have a look at it here. And they seem to be getting a lot of support um to around this movement of redeeming gbtc so what i thought i'd do is i'd get david here with us david welcome buddy
1: hey Rand. thanks for having me on your show
0: buddy what do you think of my shirt cuz everyone's commenting about my shirt i mean it's very
1: sexy man i like it i like it you should that should be your new uh your, your new outfit
0: <laughs> listen bro tell me about uh redeem gbtc who are you guys who started it what the hell is this thing about walk me yeah, through it, it-
1: Yeah, it's a completely grassroots movement by GBTC shareholders to organize, activate and uh, push for uh, maximizing shareholder value. Um, You know, we've realized as events have unfolded at DCG, at Genesis, at Grayscale, that, you know, the Genesis creditors have fantastic legal representation, have fantastic representation uh, of their interest. Uh, Barry has the best lawyers in the world. DCG has fantastic representation and Grayscale, which is really the crown jewel of the DCG empire and where all of the cash flow and income comes from DCG, has no representation. And so the bottom line is that shareholders need to organize. Um, we need to have our voice be heard. And we have a common sense, straightforward platform um, on how we can close the uh, discount that has developed at, at Grayscale. There are 850,000 Grayscale shareholders, they're down over $6 billion. It's completely unacceptable that the amount of pain being felt by retail investors in their IRAs, their 401ks, is on a similar scale as what happened at FTX. And, you know, uh, uh, we think so, we have lost all confidence in, in DCG and Grayscale to do the right thing to, to close that spread.
0: You're not the only ones who have lost uh, a, a, um, confidence in DCG. As you can see, uh, Gemini's Winklevoss demands the removal of, of Barry Silbert as, as DCG CEO. Things are starting to heat up. Remember that. Barry Silbert is one of the smartest guys in crypto. And actually, his background is in in liquidations and stuff like that. So he knows exactly, exactly, exactly what he's doing. David, I need to ask you a serious question, though. What makes you think that even if you get 100% or 95% or 80% or 60% uh, of of the the shares, that anyone is going to listen to you? And the reason why I ask that is because Grayscale makes all their money because they manage so many Bitcoin under uh, and management and DCG's crown jewel is grayscale. Okay. Why, why do you think that they will actually listen to you, even if you get the vote?
1: Okay. Well, first off, our platform is about uh, uh, ensuring that the sponsor of the trust uh, honors their fiduciary duty to the shareholders of the trust. And, and ultimately that in, you know, that is the duty and responsibility, the legal responsibility of the sponsor, which is, which is grayscale in this matter. Um, <clears throat> you know, our goals are, are <clears throat> pretty straightforward. Um, we want increased transparency around Grayscale and its, its interactions with Genesis. Um, we want a reduction in fees. We want a credible path to redemptions, which right now their strategy of suing the SEC, especially when DCG is under DOJ investigation, is just an absolute joke. Um, and then we want to change in management and a competitive bidding process. I mean, ultimately, if, if Grayscale could provide the best services possible, then we're open to Grayscale being the sponsor. But we think firms like Fidelity, BlackRock, Valkyrie should be able to bid to the shareholders as well. So to your question about why are we going to be able to make these changes happen, we have a variety of different paths um, that I can put into different buckets. One one bucket is, is the governance bucket. That means operating within the trust documents themselves, organizing shareholders to, let's say, have a proxy vote. Grayscale's done a very good job of removing as many rights as possible from, from shareholders. So they're, they're making that exceedingly difficult years to litigate. But there are paths to go there. They've done very sketchy things with restatement of the trust documents. There are certain rules in the in the trust documents that are in conflict with Delaware statutory law. Um, So uh, uh, that's one path. Second path is a political path. Uh, In the trust documents, uh, regulators such as the SEC, the Delaware attorney general and state securities regulators have. Uh, Well, uh, let's just say SEC and the Attorney General Delaware have godlike powers over the trust. They can change the fees. They can change the sponsor. They can liquidate the trust. They can force redemptions. They can do whatever they want. So um, there are hundreds of thousands of affected people by this this vehicle. And uh, we're going to leverage our political voice, which doesn't even require 50 plus one percent uh share of the votes it just needs a credible group of the shares which we already have we have 25 percent of the the shares right now um so uh and then
0: 25 percent of the shares
1: 25 percent of the shares
0: that is huge listen in the interest of time Dave if people want to join the cause I mean I guess the best place they can go is redeeming redeem gbtc.com
1: yeah, so that's where you can sign up for our mailing list. Uh, it's, it looks very amateurish right now. There's a small team of people that are mobilizing on this. Uh, but in the coming uh, days and weeks, uh, we'll have a lot more information to share. Please sign up. Tell us how many shares you have. Um, we are fighting for the voice of all shareholders. And ultimately, we want to take the GBTC uh, uh, share back to par, back to NAV. So uh, if we're successful, there's going to be uh, uh, a lot of people around the world helped. Um, but something has to be done. Somebody has to intervene and and we have tons of momentum We're three weeks in and we have 25% of the vote. We're gonna get this done. We're gonna win Uh
0: we're, fo- we're following you guys because we think we want this discount to go away We'll stay in touch with you Dave. You stay in touch with us. Let us know what's happening and where we can help you guys. We are all aligned in purpose. Yeah um, I'll tell you where I guess we're not aligned Dave. Thanks very much is on the shirt So listen, just tell me in the comments. Yes, you like the shirt. No, you don't like the shirt if you say yes, Uh, you know i will i i will keep wearing shirts like this if you say no then we'll start we'll start with new shirts just just give us a yes or no in the comments let's move on um some some not so good news uh from coinbase is that they are now laying off um twenty eighteen percent of their staff i think they 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 are laying off uh nine hundred and fifty jobs um, and remember, they've already slashed 18% of their workforce in June. Now, why do I say this is not such good news? It is not such good news because it does mean that what Coinbase is forecasting is probably a long crypto winter because you wouldn't be retrenching a 1,000 staff, which is 25% of your workforce, if you didn't think that there was gonna be a long crypto winter. And I hope Brian Armstrong is wrong. He's making a call here. His call is to retrench the staff. Uh, you can see that the Coinbase price um, I told you guys, I was starting to accumulate Coinbase at around $33, $34, back at around 40 bucks. So the market likes this news. The market likes the news that you know they're cutting expenses. And I think in a period where we're having exchange con- consolidation, so you've got FTX gone and all the small exchanges gone. And what's happening now is we're seeing this period of exchange consolidation. And I think it's very, very, very good. I think we want exchange consolidation in crypto. Why? Because... We don't want Binance to be the one big exchange in crypto. We don't want one big centralized player that can fail. As much as we love Binance and I love Binance and we love CV CZ, we want a a a few large centralized players if we're going to have centralized players. And I think so. One of my bets here, one of my bets here, is 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 Coinbase. I'm 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 buying Coinbase. I'm not buying it today because I think that it's gone back up to forty bucks. But for me, anywhere around 34, 35 bucks, I think Coinbase is a is something that I'm adding to to my portfolio. And specifically, as I said, because you can see that there is money flowing out of Binance, not as much as the FUD. So I mean, if you look at the FUD. Yeah, you get well Chart, who's, who's a Fed account. He says, you know, 12 billion gone from Binance in the last couple of days. I did look at this. It, about six or seven billion dollars has flowed out of Binance. But as I say, I think that that's quite healthy because what we want is we actually want a large number of centralized players in control. We don't want one centralized point of failure because imagine what happens if Binance goes down. Imagine if, I mean, I don't think that there are shenanigans at Binance, but what if there's something is wrong in Binance? So what if the Dep- Department of Justice or the SEC goes after them? Then what happens? Well then we have another catastrophic collapse in crypto. And that's something that we that we don't really, really want. So um that is, I guess, the big crypto news stories of the day. I mean, I did I love this little um Cameron Winkelvoss asking for Barry Silbert. Um uh, 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 to step down as CEO of his own company. I mean, I think I think it's getting really ugly. And remember, these guys were absolute friends here. Um, let's just quickly check the shirt comments. The girls are saying the girls are saying sexy. Okay. Uh, yeah, the girls are saying sexy. The guys, not so much. The guys are calling me salt boy. Some people are saying I look homeless. All right. So tomorrow, don't worry about the shirt. Let's just worry about the content. Let's just make good content together. All right. I want to talk to you about the big story of the day, which is. It's AI related. It's AI related in crypto. Um, It's a big story. And it's a real, real, real big story specifically for crypto. Now, not everyone understands why it's such a big story for crypto because people are looking at the story at face value. So here's the story. I'm going to show it to you. You'll you'll see in a second why it's such a big story and why most people are actually going to miss the story. So Microsoft is talking about a $10 billion deal with uh, with ChatGPT or with OpenAI, the company that created ChatGPT. You saw, you heard the intro on, on CNBC. It is a huge deal. In fact, one of the biggest deals that Microsoft has done. Listen Microsoft to this? Microsoft is reportedly in talks to invest $10 billion in OpenAI. That's the creator of <laughs> ChatGPT, the app that has gone viral since its release last month. This would give OpenAI a $29 billion valuation. Semaphore first broke this story. And right now we've got the details from Semaphore business and
2: finance editor, Liz Hoffman. Liz, good morning. I mean, this is a big deal. They, they've put a billion dollars in in the past, but $10 billion getting that kind of evaluation really amps this up.
1: It's crazy money. I mean, I think the biggest venture round before this was probably WeWork, right? $4 billion, which had everyone's head spinning. Um, I think the right way to think about this is actually M&A. This is really, I mean, they're going to end up owning almost half. All
0: right, so this is, one, this is a huge deal. And I, I actually verified this and I went to look at, at how big this deal is. Um, in terms of deals that Microsoft has done, it's probably the fourth biggest deal that Microsoft has ever done. Uh, the, I mean, number one was Activation Blizzard. The second one was, was LinkedIn, the nuance. And then potentially this deal, which is even bigger than the Skype deal that Microsoft did. So, why do Microsoft want this? W- what is it that Microsoft want about? Um, what do they want about, uh, about uh, uh, chat, chatbot or chatGPT? For those of you who don't know what chatbot is or, 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 or chatGPT is, it is a AI robot. That's pretty much what it is. It's an AI bot, which pretty much does anything you wanted to do. Really, really, really anything that you wanted to do. You can ask it questions. You can get it to negotiate on your behalf. You can start businesses using chatbot. In fact, I'll show you a few things. I asked chatbot earlier today, I said, how would you structure a crypto charting course for beginners? And he said, look, a crypto charting course for beginners would be structured in a few different ways. But one possible outline might include the following topics. Introduction to crypto charting. This section would provide an overview of what crypto charting is, why it's useful and what tools are available. Then the basics of technical analysis. And here you'd cover the foundational concepts of trend lines, support, resistance, chart patterns like head and shoulders, triangles, wedges. Then indicators and oscillators. Here you could use various indicators and oscillators such as moving averages, relative strength index, RSI's. You could also use charting techniques. Uh, things like Ichimoku, Cloud for Bonacci retracements. You can then have one module putting it all together. This section could provide examples of how to use various charting techniques and indicators covered in the course to analyze different cryptocurrencies along with best practice. And then it says, have hands-on pre- practice. In this section, you could, this could place a student uh, to have interactive practice with the tools and techniques that were introduced along the course. And then it says, lastly, a conclusion. This section could summarize the key takeaways from the course and provide resources um, for further learning and keeping up with the latest developments in, in crypto charting. Okay, now, you'll agree with me that this is absolutely fucking mind-blowing. And I'll tell you why it's mind-blowing. Because this was all done by a bot. And this looks 90% like our trading course. Okay? Now, you can also, you can keep asking it more questions. You can say, that seems a little simple. Ah. Oh my, let me let you see. How could we make it more advanced? And literally it will, oh man. Okay. So I'm getting an error here, but literally what it do, it, it would actually refine, it would actually refine the answer. You can make this thing do anything. You can, you can ask this thing, any questions that you want. Um, you can ask it, for example, what topics should what topics should should feature on an on a crypto show today. And it would okay. So I, I look, I guess I guess I'm, I'm having a connectivity problem. It's also it, it, it also is overloaded. But what you can see is that this bot is super smart. And the problem with this bot, or the the, the thing about this, this this bot is that the more you use it, the more it learns. So what they did was they released this chatbot. They released it in November or December last year and they released it for people to play with. And the, the reason why they released it is they released it so that we could feed the AI more data. And the more data we feed this AI, the smarter it becomes. And eventually it actually becomes smarter than you. It becomes smarter, it, it knows you better than, than, it, than, than, it, than anything. The more you use it the more smart it becomes and I've been using it I've been using it to write copy I've been using it to write some of the YouTube descriptions I've been using it to help us come up with titles for our YouTube shows Friends of mine have used it to start businesses I mean you can literally start a copywriting business you know let me try and let me try and log in again and see if I can show you guys an example of how okay I'm back okay now it, it okay let's so I could say here write me a a story about about James the the sound guy, the sound guy. and his crypto fading strategy. Okay. So let's just quickly write that and what you can see is let's see if it works, let's see if it's not overloaded. James has has had always been fascinated by sound. As a child, he would spend hours tinkering at his parents. This this thing is writing me a story. Now I've used it to write bedtime stories. Friends of mine have used it to do to write copy for for advertisements and stuff like that. And you can keep refining and refining and refining until eventually you get exactly what you want. This thing is absolutely scary. Okay, it's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely incredible. What it can do is absolutely incredible. And it is the first application of AI that the world has actually started to use and has seen, and we've seen a practical application. But it's not the only one. I mean, there's a whole lot of other ones. Look, this thing's still writing the James story. One day, a friend introduced him to the world of crypto trading, and immediately it piqued his interest. He spent every free moment he had researching different coins and reading about different trading strategies. For those of you who've got kids, I'll tell you a little uh, You know, you you run out of bedtime stories when you have kids. So what I've started to do is I started to ask the chatbot to write me stories about my kids and certain situations that they face or are going to face. So for example, one of my kids is Zach and I, not Zach XBT, he's not my kid, but I have another kid called Zach. And I asked it to write me a story about how Zach played football with Lionel Messi. And it wrote me this whole amazing, amazing, amazing story. So it's amazing. It's AI. It works pretty well. But it's not the only AI. I'll show you another another AI application. This application here is called uh, DALI. And here, what you can do is you can tell an AI to create you a picture of almost anything. So here I'm going to have a, a man. Yeah, man wearing unicorn suit flying a rocket. Okay, so I've just told it that I wanted to make me a man wearing a a a picture or an image of a man wearing a unicorn suit, flying a rocket. And within a couple of minutes or seconds, it's going to generate for me, okay? It's gonna generate a picture. Let's see what the picture looks like. Now you can do this to generate thumbnails for YouTube comments. You can actually literally run a business. You You can go online and you can say, I create thumbnails for YouTube. And you can then, there we go. It's created for, yeah. Now, I mean, you could do whatever you want. You could tell it the dimensions, you can tell it amazing AI pictures, you can refine it, et cetera, et cetera. So we're really seeing the beginning of AI. And there's a lot of excitement about AI. And it feels like all the venture capital money is starting to now flow into AI. And I want to show you that I'm not the only one who thinks that, but even some other guys, some big investors, they think everyone keeps asking uh, in this downturn, where are the, the VCs putting their money? And it looks like right now, the money is going into AI because people have seen how it works. And one of the companies that has really seen how it works is obviously Microsoft, because what they've gone and done is they've gone and spent, well, they are talking about doing a $10 billion deal with with uh, OpenAI and chatbot. And that's what we heard today. Why is this so bad? And why is this so good for crypto? Well, it's bad because... In order to make AI, you need data. The more data the AI has, the more refined the model becomes. And the more refined the model becomes, the better the AI is. Okay. Now, by Microsoft doing this deal, what's effectively happened is that we've got the big uh, incumbents in the data world now just becoming bigger. If you think about what Microsoft was doing when they bought... Or, when, or what what Microsoft is thinking in buying this, what they're trying to do is they are trying to compete with Google. So they're gonna now incorporate this into Microsoft Office. So every office is gonna have this chatbot integrated into it. And they're gonna have GPT in Office, not just their own search, which is Bing. So this is their opportunity, not only to compete with Google when it comes to, sh- to search, but also to create a business tool that every business can use, because you can program this chatbot to do pretty much anything. You can program this chatbot to book flights for you. You can program the chatbot to book a vacation for you. You can program the chatbot to negotiate with your bank around incorrect charges. You can. It becomes an office tool that every business needs to have. So it's not only a search tool, but it can actually do certain things for you. And this is where I think the, the opportunity is. Because if you understand how AI works, you understand why it is so imperative that we don't allow AI to fall in the hands of the incumbents. If we allow AI to fall into the hands of Apple, Google, and Microsoft, who, by the way, today have all the data, then all that happens is that these guys become much more powerful because the more data they have, the more powerful they become. The more data Google has, the more refined the AI algorithm becomes. Therefore, the better the search results. Therefore, therefore, the more people use it. Therefore, the more data it, it generates, therefore, the more refined the AI uh, uh, um, engine becomes. And now what's happened is Microsoft has taken what is probably going to be the first to market and the biggest uh, AI company, and they are taking a $10 billion stake in this company. And that just makes the centralized entities much more powerful. And you know what it does to people like you and me? It takes away our opportunity It takes away our data, it monetizes our data. Every time you surf, every time you do something, you generate data. Every time you drive your car and you generate data. Every time you use your phone, you generate data. Every time you surf the web, you generate data. And these centralized entities are holding the data. And what are they doing with the data? Well, they're using it to make money through their AI. This is where crypto comes in. Because there's a great opportunity in AI and crypto. I really think that this is the one, another one of these big um, platforms that, another one of these big industries that does need to be decentralized. Right now, data is a very, very, very centralized business owned by the, the likes of Amazon, Microsoft, Google. We need to decentralize this. We need to take our data into our own hands. And this is where the opportunity comes in for crypto And I think that this opportunity is actually going to play out. And I'm not the only one who starts, who's thinking that. Because if you look at the Google trend results, well, look at the Google trend results. You can see that people are starting to to do a whole lot of searches around crypto AI. And what you can see is that if you look at the crypto AI sector, okay, what you can see is you can see that the sector has moved a lot. If you just look at the last seven days, you can see that, any token that is related to anything to do with AI is up huge. You've got Singularity Net, which we'll talk about in a second, up forty-eight percent. You've got um, Ocean Protocol up twenty-five percent. You've got Fetch.ai up fifty-eight percent. I'm going to show you one or two other ones, okay? Um, you've got a AI, which, by the way, we're investors in, up uh, 41, 41%. percent. You've got Vector Space up thirty-seven percent. I'm going to show you a whole lot of others, but you can see that there's a whole lot of movement in this in the sector. So, the first thing, if if we want to understand the sector and we want to understand which tokens are going to move in the sector. We have to understand how AI actually works because, believe it or not, not all these tokens are actually the same. Okay, like what Ocean Protocol does is very different from what fetch.ai does, which is very different from what numerator Numerator does, which is very different from what Singularity Net does. So, let's quickly really understand how AI actually works. Okay, so if we take this chatbot example, there are three elements to this chatbot. The first element of the chatbot is an AI algorithm. It's an AI model. And this model is taught to take instructions and to generate and to generate answers. Now, that is a model. That model needs to be trained, right? So you have a model. The model is the engine that powers the AI. But then that model needs to be trained. And in order to be trained, that model needs data, right? So one part of it is, one part of AI is creating an algorithm which can actually generate or do what needs to be done. The second part of it is giving it the data that it needs to be trained so that it becomes valuable. And the third part of it is creating actual consumer use case applications. And those are the three levels of AI. First, the AI model, or the algorithm as they call it. Second, the data to actually train the model and make the model more smart. And thirdly, the consumer facing application. And if you think about AI like that, then you will understand where the opportunities are in crypto and in crypto AI. So I wanna show you how this all works. So let's start off by looking at Coin Market Cap, and we'll look, let's just take, for example, one example, we'll take SingularityNet. So this is SingularityNet. It is a token that did an ICO in 2017, I was actually one of the investors in ICO. I think they raised about 36 or 30 million dollars, and they raised it in about one minute. Okay, so that is this company called Singularity Net. What do they do? What is SingularityNet? SingularityNet is a marketplace for the AI algorithms. So remember, I said to you there's three parts: the algorithm, the data, and then the front-end consumer-facing application, right? The this one specifically, SingularityNet, is an AI marketplace for AI algorithms. So let's go to the marketplace, and let's look at the type of algorithms that we can actually buy. These are algorithms or models that developers have built, AI models that developers have built. So you can see that here, you can buy a multilingual speech translation model. You can buy a multi multiple paraphrase generation. You can buy a... a a AI model that generates uh, philosophical text. You can buy a real-time voice cloning AI. These are all models that developers have written AI models that developers have written. So what Singularity does is it is a marketplace where developers can create AI models and leave them here for applications to be created. So that's that's the first part. So that's Singularity now singularity net have also created let's see if we can find some of their products so let's see if we can go to let's go get started okay so let's go look at let me see if I can quickly find this for you guys okay so just give me one sec let me jump let me jump off here and let me find the resources there we go okay so I'll give you one example of an application that, here we go. Uh, I was talking about Sophia. Uh, so so I, look, I did interview Sophia the robot a while back, but I'll show you one thing. I'll show you, I'll show you one, one, one thing. So using one of these algorithms, SingularityNet created a thing called SingularityDAO. Now what SingularityDAO is, is an AI platform that is working. This is a hybrid model. It is an AI platform. Which is working together with humans to create trading on certain tokens or certain protocols. So one is the DYDX protocol, the other one is the the ETH, the ETH protocol, and, and the other one is BNB. So what they've done is they've purchased or they've used one of these AI marketplaces, they've used one of these algorithms that was either was created by a developer and they built an application. They built an application which buys and sells tokens using AI that, so that's if we look at singularity uh, at, at coin that is what singularity net does now we look at singularity net it's got a market cap of 79 uh, million dollars and that is where it plays so they are they play primarily in the selling of the algorithms or the a marketplace of the algorithms okay let's look at the next part of it which is data right so the next thing you need is you need data. Where do you get the data to train these models to become so smart? So I'll give you another example. So one of the places that you can go is you can go to a, a protocol called Ocean Protocol. Now, what Ocean Protocol does, which by the way, has a market cap of $130 million, and again, was a, an ICO done in 2017 or, 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 or thereabout, um, 2017 or 2018 or thereabout. And what you can see, let's see if we can find it here, is that you've got Ocean Protocol, and what they do is they give you data challenges. This is where everything that you do generates data. Everything that you do generates data. And oh, I see, I see Zachy's come to visit. He wants to push the bell. Oh, he wants to push the bell. Okay. So everything that you do generates data. And when I say everything that you do, when you walk around with your Fitbit on, you're generating heart rate data, right? You're generating your movement data. What Ocean Protocol does is it takes data and creates data marketplaces. So that's, that's what Ocean Protocol does. For example, Ocean Protocol has a market cap of $130 million. And over this week, we'll spend a lot of time talking about which ones of these are actually real and which ones of them are not actually real, which, which ones of them are just hot air. I'll give you another example of of, of a, a, a token in, in AI, which is fetch.ai. And I think this one's super interesting because if you think about what AI actually is, AI is, you could call it just a way to create an autonomous extension of yourself. So like, imagine if you could create multiple extensions of yourself and these bots could perform functions. Like they could book, one of them could book a holiday for you. Another one could, I don't know, uh, book your car in for, for, its, for its repairs or whatever, whatever else it is. That's really what AI is. And if you think about it, there are a whole lot of laborious tasks that need to be cre- that need to happen. Now, what fetch.ai has done is they've actually created a blockchain built with Cosmos, built on Cosmos SDK, which is a blockchain specific to AI. So what it does is it does, it's, the first part of it is allows negotiation to perform their tasks. They connect and negotiate one another. The process of autonomous economic agents Finding and negotiating, interacting with one another is all automated um, and requires no input. Then you've got the blockchain where all this data is stored. And then you've got the incentives, which is of course the 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 um, returns, the um, tokens that can be used to incentivize all of this. So if we look at fetch.ai, and I think it's worth watching this video, because I think it's a great video. So let's watch it It all quickly.
2: starts with a single piece of information floating in the ocean of data, unused, unknown, and unimagined. But someone, somewhere, could harness this, and suddenly it becomes much more. Whilst legacy technology keeps data locked up in centralized silos, we believe in a decentralized future, combining the power of AI, machine learning, and blockchains. Introducing Fetch AI's digital twins, able to interact and trade in the digital space on your or anyone's behalf. Powered by the Fetch token, Digital twins can exchange with any other twin using a peer to peer network, providing greater speed, flexibility, and security than existing solutions. Fetch AI technology, built with the Cosmos SDK for scalability and interoperability, allows anyone to build and deploy decentralized applications on the Fetch AI network. Botswap, Fetch AI's DeFi liquidity management tool, can react quickly to market conditions saving you from rug pulls or impermanent loss operating on your predefined preferences the decentralized delivery network revolutionizes the gig economy greatly reducing fees and returning control of your private data to you collective learning trains algorithms more efficiently allowing multiple parties to benefit from much larger data sets without compromising privacy Supply chain digital twins track and trace shipments, providing greater transparency using AI and blockchain. These tools are the building blocks that will enable a dynamic shift in the way we interact and do business. By bringing powerful AI automation to blockchains, users and businesses gain greater control over existing structures and their connection in the metaverse. Fetch AI, artificial intelligence for everyone.
0: So, what Fetch AI is actually a blockchain which specializes in artificial intelligence applications. Now, let's we can look at, at fetch AI. I think their market cap is around it's 100, $130 million. Now, all of these ones that I've showed you have run a hell of a lot. And the question is whether you think this narrative is going to continue. I'll show you another one which is which is run a a, a whole lot, which is which is Viat. I don't know how to pronounce it. Viet, Viet. What they are is they are a remember chat chatbot, which I showed you a few seconds ago. Well, they are a decentralized version of that, which is, they say, developed in cooperation with IBM. Now, I want to just show you what how this token has performed. The token's up 40% today, but let's just go back a little bit and you can see how big the opportunity is. It was trading at less than a cent. It was trading at half a cent in November. It's now trading at 12 cents. Okay. So now the question is, at a $50 million market cap, Given the fact that Chatbot, ChatGPT has just been valued at $29 billion, well, do you think that 50 million, 50 million is expensive or not expensive? That's what you got to decide. Now, I want to show you this narrative. I want to show you, I want you guys to understand the different sectors in the narrative. Remember, I think a good way to categorize it is to say every one of these AI applications will either fall into um, models. Data to train the models or user applications. So let's quickly go to to uh, Coin Market Cap, and then using that, let's just go through a few a few models and just understand and see if we can apply that. So the graph, the graph is a smart contract data um, a smart contract data platform, and it indexes smart contract information. So this would fall under data. Ocean Protocol is under data. Uh, Fetch.ai AI is a blockchain that powers us. This Numerare is actually a very interesting protocol. What Numerare does is it is a fund. It's a fund which allows people to use AI models to trade the fund. So basically, you submit your model. In fact, let me see if I can give you how they describe themselves. Okay, so you start with, uh, so basically it says here, you apply machine learning to predict the stock market, build a model using Python or R scripts, you build it, and then you submit your model and your predictions to the hedge fund. And if it's successful, you actually get to manage the hedge fund using, the, using these models. So you see these are a whole lot of these applications that are being built using AI. Um, using AI. Now again, why do I think that this is gonna be so big specifically when it comes to crypto? Right now, we are the product. We use Google, we use Microsoft, we're using Chatbot, and the more we use it, the more data we give it about our lives, the more data we give it about our lives, the better and smarter it becomes. And therefore the more money Microsoft and Apple and Google and whoever owns these big data depositories and these AI protocols becomes. But crypto can change that, And how crypto can change it is, well, for one, we can be in control of our own data. So with Ocean Protocol, if you supply the protocol with data, you get rewarded. If you supply the protocol with your Fitbit data or with your health data or with your movement data, you will get rewarded with tokens. And, the, and that is how it decentralizes and disintermediates all these big central players. The second thing is it gives, it doesn't have all the data in one central deposit which is what we don't want. We don't want these big intermediaries holding all our data. So we can monetize, we can own our own data. We can actually monetize our own data and we can avoid being the product if this move goes into crypto. So in the next couple of days, we're going to spend a lot of time analyzing this. I'm not telling you guys to jump into these things now. A lot of them have run. I mean, again, I've showed, I showed you now how how I just gave you one example of, of Viet and, 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 and how, far, how fast this token has gone up in since November. You don't want to be the product here. You don't want to be the product here. There's a lot of hype. Um, there's a lot of hype happening right now. Don't be the product. Don't be the product. Rather, let's spend time and find the ones that are going to survive and be here for the long term and make sure that we invest here for the long term. But for now, what I want you to understand is that I think it's a big opportunity for crypto that most applications will either be in the part of the AI model or the data to train it or the the consumer facing interaction and that there's a huge opportunity here and it might bring a lot of money into crypto but you got to make sure you invest in the, in the right ones all right so let's see is there anything else let's quickly take, take a look at the bitcoin price before we go 17300 you got sol 1624 let's quickly look at the bubbles again and see if anything's changed ftt going short ftt i think it'll if long term it probably the best bet you, the best bet you could make not financial advice kind of maybe Maybe financial advice, maybe not. Um, <clears throat> a couple of other things. Um, remember that we found, or that uh, Solana announced, that Google Cloud is one of their validators. You remember that that happened uh, over the Solana conference, the DevCon, before the FTX collapse. Um, Google Cloud announced that you know now that we have your attention. Google Cloud is running a block-producing Solana validator to participate in and validate the network. Seems like uh, we've tracked their wallet. And we can see that in their wallet, they've got 2,000, 2.8 million sold. So that means that Google own $45 million worth of Solana because they're actually a validator. And this is their wallet. This is, their, this is the, um, uh, the wallet. Um, is there anything else? Like there's, a block, there's the BlockFi bankruptcy court filing, but I'm not gonna spend too much time on that. Other than to say that it seems like the BlockFi executives withdrew a whole lot of money their own money first when uh, when FTX bailed them out, and that's crazy. Um, lastly, li- actually two, before we go, two things. One, I am gonna take a short. I know you guys are gonna hate me for this. I know you guys are gonna hate me for this, but let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm gonna take a short on Bybit, and I'm taking a short, sure, I don't know if I should even say this. I don't know if I should say this. I'm, okay, let me, let's me let do this. I'm thinking of shorting Gala Games, and the reason why I'm thinking of shorting Gala Games is because I think it's a buy the rumor, sell the news. And I, when I when I see a chart like this, when I see a chart like this, that tells me that that tells me that this thing's got to come down. So I might open. I'll let you guys know on Twitter. I might open a short position on uh, on Gala. Um, I'll let you know on Twitter if 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 I'm doing it or not. Uh, and I mean, you're welcome to follow me or not to follow me. Um, a couple of other things. First of all. If you are a great trader and you think you could join the banter fam, we're looking for traders to join the banter fam, specifically around a new strategy of copy trading, which you want. Because everyone says, look, we want to copy the banter fam. We want to trade with the banter fam. Um, And we're looking for copy traders to work with us. So if you're a good copy trader, make contact us and come and join us. Also, um, tomorrow, copy traders, we are going to start teaching you guys how to use options. So options are a massive, massive, massive uh, tool. Most people in crypto don't know how to use options. We are going to start using options uh, starting from tomorrow. So if you if you um, want to join this this, this thing, uh, go and sign up with a Darybid account. There's a there's a link here. We're going to start teaching you guys how to hedge your portfolios using options. So that's what we're going to be doing uh, in the next couple of days, uh, next couple of weeks and months. We're going to teach you guys how to make your portfolio stronger using options. Now, Deribit have got options. Um, they are, they are, I think today, the biggest options exchange. Bybit also has options, but they're slightly different options. And I'm going to show you the difference and I'm going to show you how to trade both the Bybit options and the Deribit options, because I think that one of the things that I want to do this year is I want to make sure that we all come out as smarter, better traders. And the way to do it is I'm going to put a little bit of money, a hundred or $200 um, into options, and I'm going to show you guys how you can make money using options. So if you want to get ready, if you want to preempt that, go sign up with a derebit account. Uh, also, we will be doing it with a Bybit account. And then, um, I mean, is there anything else, James? Anything else going on here? Nope. Should we ask the chatbot one last question before we go? Come on, let's ask it one last question. Okay, so I'm going to teach you guys a trick when it comes to chatbot. If you ask chatbot, watch this. If I say, which coins should I invest in? It's not going to do it because it's been programmed not to, to give you investment advice. So watch this. As an AI, I can provide you with information analysis to help you make an informed decision about which cryptocurrencies to invest in, but ultimately the choice is yours and you should conduct your own research and make your own decisions. It is also blah, blah, blah. Okay. So and it starts telling you about... Okay, so it's actually giving me some investment advice, which it shouldn't, by the way. But you can actually get really, really, really specific. You can say, in fact, let's try that. Let's try a new chat. And let's say, what are the, what are the, the top crypto AI coins to invest in today, today, let's just see what it says. Come on, baby, you can do this. They're saying that their systems are overloaded. Okay, so you see here, it stopped, and it wouldn't give me the, the AI. I'm an AI model, and I an, I don't have the ability to give financial advice. Okay, but you here are... And it's giving me a whole lot of, of um, it's telling me the ones to look at our deep brain, singularity net. So this is AI telling you which AI to buy. Okay, so, and you can refine it. Um, are there, are there any riskier ones? so you see it's saying there are um newer projects saying cryptocurrency is obviously inherent it's giving you all the disclaimers now let's see if it actually gives me um some 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 more risky ones so we're gonna say okay let's go 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 okay no, it's 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 avoiding the question it's avoiding the question anyway listen i'm gonna see you guys again tomorrow until then, remember to sign up with your deribit accounts. Sign up with your Bybit accounts because for the next for what we're doing next, you're gonna to need to do all of this. Zach, what are you doing? Can you bring it here and show everybody what you're doing? Are you pulling out are you pulling out the Christmas? Are you pulling out the Christmas Bybit papers? Is that what you're doing? Get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. Wow, you got a second one. All right, guys, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, listen. Oh, by the way, by the way, people are saying Discord. If you want to join our Discord, go to our Discord. I'm going to be dropping a whole lot of AI suggestions in the Discord. The link to Discord is here, as usual. See you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friend.